Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. We want to take a minute and give credit to one of our sponsors of the show, Her2 Beauty Bar. They specialize in all-natural skincare, all-natural ingredients, which includes sensual body butters, cleansing soap milk, exfoliating sugar scrubs, facial aloe skin products, and argan hair care. Go to MySkinCareNatural.com to shop for your natural skincare needs. Now, back to the show. Hello, hello, hello. We finally connect. Hey, good afternoon. (laughs) Good afternoon. How's your day going? Not too bad. How about yours? Oh, pretty good. I got a lot accomplished this morning. So we can be ready to go and I can sit comfortably and enjoy the show along with you that we do today. All righty. All right. So welcome everybody to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where we recap and review both The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful for the previous week. Um, this week is the week of October 26th through the uh, October 30th, which we'll be talking about. And we got some pretty good, interesting stuff this week. Bold was kind of weird this week, but yeah, <laughs> we'll, <laughs> to say the least, but we'll get to that. We usually do Bold and the Beautiful in the second half of the show. We start off the first half of the show with the Young and the Restless because usually it's multiple storylines. It's an hour long show. And so we want to go ahead and, you know, kind of tackle that first. So you ready to get started? Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, without further ado, let's jump into this podcast. Mm -hmm. All right. So which storyline would you want to tackle first? You want to tackle, um, well, I'll let you pick one this time. Um, Let's get Kyle and Summer out of the way. Okay. So what you got on Kyle and Summer? Uh, So I, I... what happened with them this week is kind of, I think, what we expected. Mm-hmm. Um, Summer, you know, played all her played all her little games the last couple of weeks, and then this week, Kyle tried to do what he could to convince her that um, he no longer has feelings for Lola and that he's in love with her and he wants to be with her. He pulled out all the stops with the little setup in the hotel room, mm-hmm. um, and the minute. The minute he said Lola's name, Summer freaks out on him. Which yeah, which I, you, I mean that was overreacted. Crazy. Exactly, completely overreacted on that. In my opinion, like he, it wasn't like he was just randomly talking about Lola. Something Lola did. He was just saying, "I'm over. I'm over Lola. I don't want to be with her." Whatever it was that he said, and just because she said his name or he said her name, she just totally flipped out on him. I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, that that whole thing was just weird. It's, it's like every time he says Lola, she's just like e- easily triggered. Yeah. And, and, and it makes her look more, um, I don't want to say crazy, but yeah, I don't know. It, it's just she gets weirded out by that just fly off the handle. I mean, can you, all of the things that Kyle put together for her in that hotel suite with their sweet memories 
of different things because I mean mm-hmm. they've known each other since they were kids right you know and for him to remember all of those things and make an elaborate scene for her and the moment he says I'm I'm you know I'm over Lola oh there's her name again seriously yeah. you got to bring her up why do you have to even say her name and it's like are you that insecure yeah and I I wonder it makes me wonder if the writers are doing something to where so we mm-hmm. we totally understand why she um has an issue with Lola because of that history there and because and Kyle isn't completely innocent in where he would go to that restaurant and would sit and talk with Lola and would check up with Lola because he feels guilty about how he ended their marriage um but at the same time I feel like the writers are trying to make it to where it's not it's not going to be Kyle's fault that their relationship didn't work they're making it now they're making it Summer's fault because she's obsessing over um, thinking that Kyle is still in love with Lola and she is sabotaging their relationship basically because of her insecurity so now it's now it's on Summer and it's not on Kyle for being um, I guess overprotective of Lola's feelings like he has been doing now it's on Summer because she's just overreacting to um, the way Kyle has been um, acting towards Lola and Kyle has done everything that he can to to try to mend their relationship yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting thing because when Kyle was with Lola, she was definitely trying to undermine his marriage. Mm-hmm. And now you're on the opposite side of this thing and the girl is not even actively pursuing. Yes, he showed up at the the society and, you know, all of that. And again, you know, because me and you, we had this conversation before with regards to... Um, you know, her working there versus the fact that this is his cousin's restaurant. Mm -hmm. But I mean, in all actuality, like you said in, you know, previous conversations, why can't you go to top of the tower or go to Crimson Light? And the way that it's written, now granted, listen, I mean, these are, we're always speculating what could have, should have happened. Right. But like you also just said, with the way this is being written, by the writers it's it's kind of i'm like where are you going with this are you bringing kyle back to circle back to lola what what's the end game with this explosion between kyle and summer you know what i'm saying yeah i almost feel like um it's because if they put them back together i think they feel like if they do it this way Mm -hmm. That it doesn't turn Lola into a homewrecker, I guess, kind of like how they portray Summer to be. It doesn't turn her into a homewrecker, mm-hmm. and it doesn't make Kyle the bad guy for um, breaking off his marriage with Lola to be with Summer, and then breaking Summer's heart again to go back to Lola. It just it's just making it to where it's the Summer's fault because she couldn't get past her insecurity. And I find that even interesting that they even want to put those two back together because back in the spring before this whole thing blew up, the issue was that a lot of people thought that that couple was sweet, but they also thought they were extremely boring. So why are you going back to that route? I mean, there's more energy, I would say, between Summer and Kyle versus Mm -hmm. Kyle and Lola. I agree. 
you know, so I don't know. It's just interesting to see where they're going to go and what the writer's end game is with them because they're making Summer look like, I mean, she's seen things. You remember the uh, specific scene where Kyle was sitting in there working at the table yeah. and, and uh, Lola was behind the bar. Neither was saying anything to the other person. But then she creates this whole fantasy in her head that he's taking off his clothes in the yep. middle of a restaurant. And she's unbuttoning her shirt and she's looking. And I'm like, you're making her look again like something's wrong somewhere. Yeah. And then, but they're also, they're still doing the little things like kind of behind the, not behind the scenes, but mm-hmm. um, so like in that same scene. They show Kyle, um, like looking over, looking over at Lola. Yeah. While she as she's you know walking away, mm-hmm. or like how they had Lola have her little outburst when she saw Kyle and Summer arguing, mm-hmm. and she looks at at Summer and says, "What's wrong with you? Kyle is Kyle loves you. He's doing all this stuff to prove that he loves you. What like has this huge ha- outburst? Obviously, she did that because she still has feelings for Kyle." You think so, so? It's yeah, it's obvious she she is not over Kyle because if she was, she wouldn't have had that outburst. That's and true. and she wouldn't I feel like um when her and uh, Elena were talking like right when she was convincing Elena to you know have a girls night out um and I forget what it was that she says but she said something like Elena asked her if she was how she was doing with, you know, I guess in respect to her relationship with Kyle. Mm -hmm. And she was like, she said she's over it. And then she says something like, well, I'm getting there or something like that. Like she's not completely over it. Okay. So it's it's like, they are showing us that obviously um, Lola isn't completely over Kyle. And then they also are showing us with these little looks that Kyle will give Lola when you know they're around each other that there still might be something there but instead of instead of them just having Kyle be honest with himself they're making it to where Summer is pushing him that way yeah and let me ask you this and I kind of call it a hypocrisy <laughs> mm-hmm. with Lola and even I want to throw Mariah in this one um when it came to and I'm going to slide Elena into this because it kind of works into this whole conversation, like you said, that she had with Elena. They Mm -hmm. went really easy on her, okay? However, the moment that, just say, for example, um, this whole thing with, with Theo that Lola had, and even Theo having whatever issues with Mariah, they didn't even, I mean... First of all, Mariah didn't even know what happened between Lola and Theo. And then, of course, mm-hmm. we know what happened with Lola and Theo was just a mix, a missed text message. And she dogged him for that. Yeah. But the moment that this girl saying, I cheated with my cousin, with my boyfriend's cousin, Mariah and both Lola went extremely easy on her. And I was sitting there mm-hmm. watching that and I was like, Ain't this about nothing special? <laughs> Me too. And those two, Mariah and Lola, are two of the biggest judgmental people yes. on that show. Yes. Like when it comes to, I guess, people in their circle or like people that are involved with them, they will, they're like all over involved with somebody they care about. 
They mm-hmm. are all over that person's case. Mm-hmm. Just like and you that- were saying how she treated Theo about the missed text message all over his case. But this is how you react to finding out this information. Like, yeah. And especially Mariah, because Mariah and Devon are really close friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, she even dated him herself. And then she stated, you know, well, I definitely can't be the one to judge because I cheated on Tessa. Okay, but you don't give that same license to anybody else. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I got to bring that up on in our podcast today because I said, how hypocritical did they make the two of them look? I mean, seriously, you moved this girl in after you found out about what happened. Theo, you didn't get him the time of the day with just a freaking text message. And he came straight to you to let you know, oh, I was at a meeting with Billy, blah, blah, blah. Nope, you could have had two seconds to text me. You know what? I'm done. What? Yeah. 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 Just completely wrote him off. (laughs) Yeah. And then, you know, Mariah, I don't know what happened with you and Lola, but whatever it is, Lola is upset. So guess what? I'm done with you too. And it's like, (laughs) right. Yeah. Well, she was, she didn't like Theo anyway. So, right. So, I mean, it it really took me by surprise the way that was written with yeah. how both Mariah and Lola responded to Elena's behavior because this wasn't just some random guy. These two guys were cousins yep. that you came in between and y'all were like, okay, well, let's go and take a, a night out on the town and, you know, you'll be fine. And, you know, Mariah's like, oh, you know, I understand. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to throw that out there to see what you thought about that. Yep, I totally agree. I was thinking, sitting there thinking the same thing. Like these, these two women of all people, <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> Miss High and Mighty and Miss Goody Two Shoe is yeah. now like, oh, it's okay. Oh, okay, really? Hmm, all right. Okay, so um, back to Kyle. Let's and we also brought up Theo because he popped up later in the week. I Mm -hmm. still am not happy how they handled this whole thing with Theo, okay? Because, uh, and like I said in last week's podcast, you know, because some people in the group were saying, well, they didn't know that Dina was going to pass away. Oh, obviously they did, which is why they were running around trying to get that necklace because they knew it was coming to an end. So if you can run around and do that, why not, you know, why not Mm -hmm. have it? Where they say, you know what, Theo? Hey, slide on over here because we don't know. It looks like it's going to be close. And we all, you know, we, you, you built somewhat of a relationship with her. They didn't do that. And then worst case, then you invite him over after the fact. <laughs> yeah. And then Kyle was a real butthole to him. You know. Yeah, he was. I didn't like that. I mean, even the family themselves, you guys are talking about and listen, I understand that they have more memories with Dina than he does because, I mean, mm-hmm. he just came on the scene this past year. Yeah, But it was insensitive for this guy to be standing over there by the fireplace and they're sharing all this stuff. Include him. Like, hey, let me tell you about this exciting time it was with Dina and we did this and you know, I wish you could have, um, whatever, you know, included him versus talking like he was a separate person from the conversation. Because that's why yeah. he was looking around like, dang, let me just go get some coffee. 
<laughs> yeah, I did kind of feel bad for him. Like, and yeah, that's that. I agree with that. Is they could have, even though he didn't have, you know, any history or stories himself, you know, with Dina. Excuse me. Um, they could have like brought him into the conversation by saying, "Let us tell you about this time that Dina did this, and you probably would have loved this about Dina." And this is this story about Dina that you probably would crack up about, or you yeah. know, something like that, to make him feel a little bit more included. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, exactly. And saying, you know what, your grandmother was a real, you know, go-getter or she was something else. And boy, we mm-hmm. have a million stories we could tell you. They did none of that. They were talking around him. So he decided to, you know, say, hey, I'm going to go and leave and go get some coffee. And they're like, no, 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 don't leave. What did you expect him to do? Yeah. You know, and then he said, you know, he tried to help by saying, maybe we can do a piece on on her at Chancecom and what did he want to say that for? Girl, did you hear Kyle? Yeah. <laughs> Remember Kyle's your uncle works there, Jack. You, uh, Billy, your brother works there too, okay, while you guys are looking crazy. But go ahead, girl. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, I was just saying, yeah, Kyle completely shut him down on that, but he was the only one. I, I thought, I didn't think Jack had an issue with it. Did it was you, just Kyle. Did you see their facial reactions? So, okay. So when when Kyle says, well, w- w- I don't think that's a good idea because we know what type of tabloid type of material content you choose to publish over there. And then they ran the camera scenes along the faces of Abby and Jack and Tracy. And they was looking like, well, yeah, you know, I'm like, really? Did you actually think that he was going to dog trash um, her? <clears throat> And I mean, I, Billy wouldn't even do that. I mean, come on. Yeah, I well, I thought because Tracy said something like, "I think that's a, I think that's a nice idea." Well, I thought that they were saying, you know, that we kind of want to keep a low profile and we don't want to do, you know, and okay, fine. So he's looking like, dang. Well, what can I contribute? You know, and he left up. I, you know what? I, I, I can tell. If a person in real life was in a situation like that, especially if you feel like an outsider, I wouldn't want that. The tension in that room would have been thick, mm-hmm. you know. But what what else do you have your thoughts on that whole scene? I guess I just thought that was mainly Kyle shooting him down and not everybody else. Yeah, but then it got worse because he said something else that was really out of pocket oh, yeah. and went left. What, Kyle? And, yeah, talking about that because uh, so Theo was like um, my father basically was the oldest her firstborn and then he turned around and says yeah the kid that she never really wanted I'm like yeah, oh that was my terrible. god that should, was horrible they all should have cussed Kyle out for that yes, they- that was unnecessary <laughs> <laughs> that was totally unnecessary and I don't even understand why you even still mad at that dude. We still never, I mean, I understand, you know, they, they were sparring with each other, but y'all used to be best friends running around in New York. Yeah. What were the writers doing by having so much animosity with these two? It's not like he's still with Lola and <clears throat> broke up. You know, he didn't break up your marriage. You broke up your marriage with Lola. <laughs> right. So I don't know. But yeah, yeah that I, went left. I didn't like that. I didn't like that Kyle said that to him at all. That was very ugly of him. Oh God, that was bad. 
you know, and he, you know, Tracy tried coming after him when he went over and had a drink at, you know, got some coffee at Crimson Lights. And, you know, Tracy always be the peacemaker. And I think she was yeah. genuine. But, I so. yeah, Theo was like, he wasn't trying to hear none of that. Like, yeah, nah, I'm good on y'all. So, yeah. I, what do you think about, um, because Jack, they said they were talking about the her will. Mm-hmm. At one point, yes, which they was were. around the time when Kyle said something about the son that, that she never wanted or something like that. Um, if if Dina if Dina didn't include um, Theo in her will, do you think she's wrong for that? I don't. Well, when she to... wrote the will, remember she the will was put around the time she was with Graham. She didn't even know that Theo existed. Only thing I can think of is that she put something in the will for Theo's father, which, of course, being that his father is now deceased as well, <laughs> that is going to go whatever this piece is to him. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and I, I mean, honestly, for the writers, I could see that as a possibility because could you imagine Dina is like, I got to make my life right. I didn't spend time with my son. Wherever he is, mm-hmm. I'm going to leave a portion for them. And it could be a pretty hefty price. What yeah. you think? And that's going to piss the Abbots off. <laughs> I don't think it would piss. I think the only person that would be annoyed is Kyle. I that, think Jack and Ashley and Tracy would understand. But the thing is, that depends on the size of the pie, though. Because if it's a small something, then oh yeah, they'll probably be like, yeah, sure, whatever. But if it's a big chunk, oh, I think mm-hmm. they're gonna have a problem with that. Yeah, it depends on whatever the size of the inheritance is. True, you know. So, um, but yeah, to answer your question though, from the original, do you think that would be wrong? I don't know because she didn't know where her son or even if she even had a grandson at the time the will was put into action so that's a hard call you know what i'm saying i mean if she said no i'm not giving them anything should theo be mad i don't think so because she never knew he existed you know what i mean yeah it would be different if she knew that she had a grandson out there and you know because Catherine. Before she knew Devon was her grandson, who's to say she would have left him that inheritance? Probably right. not. She probably right. would have left it to Philip or somebody. But because she found out Devon was actually, you know, her grandson through Tucker McCall, then she's like, oh, okay, cool. Let me give yeah. him this. So, you know, that's just my thoughts. What do you think? You think it would be wrong? No, I don't think it would be wrong. Okay. But I, I, I guess from Theo's... Um from Theo's reaction to like the, when they were talking about that jewel mm-hmm. and he looked around oh, the room yeah. and saw that everybody had a piece of that, that jewel that, um, that Jack found out about. He looked like his feelings were hurt that he were, wasn't included in that. Now that I agree with you on because Jack should have, I mean, everybody, cause the only, all of the abbots that's on screen got a piece except mm-hmm. for him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and why not give him? I don't know. He like wearing rings and stuff. 
give him something. They gave him nothing. They just left him out. So mm-hmm. that part I could see him being not happy about. But the inheritance of the will, yeah, that I don't she didn't know he existed before she developed Alzheimer's. So Yeah. I wonder if he's expecting something though. I don't know. Um, I saw um, a preview uh, that popped out online and there's going to be some tensions when it comes to Abbott's and Theo. So I haven't seen the full picture yet. I haven't seen Monday's episode yet. I didn't get a chance to do it this morning. Mm-hmm. But obviously, because I was wondering if that was going to come out. Well, I mean, when she found, when, when Theo found out last week that she passed and nobody said anything, you know, for him to actually say goodbye, he was pissed. And I'm like, okay, that would make an interesting storyline with him and the Abbots. And then we come up later in this week, they did the whole thing with the, like you say, with the, um, what is that thing called? Something of love. I can't remember. Yeah, but they broke that that thing down into little pieces for a piece for everybody to go to and he didn't get any. So they're building up on something. Yeah. You know, he's going to be pissed. And I I can't wait to see it because that's wrong for what they did. Even though Dina wasn't in her right mind, they were. (laughs) They they were, you know. So, all Mm. right. Did we clean up and finish the whole Kyle and Summer and Theo and all of that? I think so. Okay. I I do want to say, though, that I feel like... um, like at the end of the week, we see Kyle tell Summer that maybe maybe her walking out on him was what they both needed. Um, so, which I think that I think that Summer was getting ready to tell Kyle that she was ready to mm-hmm. to forgive him or whatever. Yep. Uh, and Kyle basically cut her off like, uh, "This isn't working because I'm tired. I'm tired of trying to prove to you that I love you." So uh, all of her, she ruined her relationship. <laughs> All of the back and forth and all of the her basically being a brat about the whole thing, she basically pushed Kyle away. Yep. Now she's gonna be sitting there looking stupid because she she don't have Kyle anymore. She can only blame herself because he tried, which is kind of what Mariah was saying is that you're gonna lose Kyle and you're not gonna have anything, and Kyle's gonna be free of you, which kind of got on my nerves that she said that. But yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Like she's just this horrible person. Yeah, you know, I mean, the other piece to this is that um, Summer did a lot to get to, to get Kyle. I mean, she mm-hmm. gave up a piece of the liver. All this led up to where we are. You went through, I want to say, hell and hot water to get to this point, and you finally mm-hmm. get here, and you got nothing because yep. you couldn't get your insecurities under control. Yeah. You know, um, and I like you said, I honestly believe she was going to say, you know what, Kyle, I'm so sorry. I took you through all of this. Um, I had to get my head on check. I thought about it. And you know what? Let's move forward. And he's like, up, oh, shut before you even talk. Maybe we shouldn't do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she they left the camera on that scene with her looking crazy. Yep. So let me ask you this, because this kind of leads into a little bit of next week. What we see in next week previews with Sally Spectra from Bold and Beautiful is coming over to Jabot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you see um, 
uh, uh, Summer saying, who are you? And she was like, I'm Sally Spectra. I'm wondering, are they moving? Maybe he's not going back to Lola. Maybe they might put, in, put her in Kyle's orbit. I was thinking that too, which I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind if they went that way. I just don't want to see him go back to Lola. Yeah. I'm tired of those two. Yeah. And I'm tired of Lola and her little crappy attitude. That, I mean, <laughs> and honestly, they would fit. She's she's in her, from what I think, Courtney Hope and um, Michael Miller is around the same age. So it fits. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, she'll be working at, um, you know, Jabot for whatever reason. I don't know what for. Because she was d- designing clothes at Sally Spectra. I mean, Jabot is yeah. a cosmetics company. So I'm wondering what they're going to do. Open up a new co- uh, design business mm-hmm. or something? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Something yeah, to do maybe. with Lauren. Because Lauren is under the, uh, under the Jabot umbrella, correct? Yes, she is. So I think because of what I read is correct, it has something to do with her working under whatever Finmore has going on, and um, which of course Finmore is connected to Jabot. So that makes sense now after I think about it. I wonder if they'll have her and Chelsea either working together as designers or somehow competing against each other girl being rivals I, I, that whole thing is a mess and i know we'll get to the other side with chelsea <laughs> oh my god i can't oh but yeah they might have them i don't know i can't see them picking chelsea up i really can't unless i guess huh Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say, unless, you know, as we'll talk about later with Chelsea trying to change her identity, they might pick it up and maybe have, uh, maybe they'll have uh, Chloe as the face of the business. But mm-hmm. I don't know. But um, yeah, I would like to watch Lola and Summer will be looking crazy if he ends up with Sally Spectra. I kind of hope he does because I kind of Summer the way Summer went about this whole thing and just sabotaged her relationship kind of annoyed me and then annoyed me when when Phyllis told her um, and maybe I misunderstood what Phyllis was saying but I feel like Phyllis was telling her to um, let him come to her or something like that like she was telling her to stop I guess bake or I don't know I didn't really get that conversation between her and Phyllis. I almost felt like Phyllis was telling her to keep playing her little games or play, keep playing hard to get or something like that. Maybe I did. I misunderstand that. I didn't understand what Phyllis was saying. It just didn't make sense to me. So I yeah. totally get where you're coming from on that because I'm like, well, what are you trying to say, Phyllis? Are you trying to say that she need to move on? Or are you trying to say, hey, you know, you got to keep him on his toes. Keep doing right. what you're doing. I don't know what she was saying. It just did. It wasn't clear to me. Yeah, it wasn't clear to me either. Yeah, I didn't get it. So, but in in the interim, it looks like from what we're seeing that Kyle is probably done. I could be, you know, we could be wrong. We don't know what happened after that scene, probably until this coming week. But he looked like he's done. Yeah. All right. I don't. So, um, who are we moving on to next? 
Um, you want to do Billy and Lily? Yeah, no, Victoria. why not? Yeah, that whole thing—it's <laughs> ridiculous. But go ahead. What you got? So I had a feeling from uh, the uh, I think Friday. I think that was Friday when Victoria. Maybe that was Monday when Victoria um, was in the office and her and Billy, of course, were talking about you know having just general conversation about the kids and then. Um, they start talking about his second story on Adam and she's telling him she doesn't agree and then Lily comes in and agrees with Victoria on how mm-hmm. he should drop it and then you see that she's noticing like the um, kind of like the relationship or I don't know I guess I didn't really think they were flirting but the rapport between her, between Lily and Billy, mm-hmm. you see that Victoria is noticing that, and mm-hmm. almost like she has kind of a, a pro- maybe a problem with it. So I could tell from that scene that later on we were going to see Victoria come back and have a conversation with Lily about and bring up somehow bring up uh, the possibility that her and Billy are getting involved with each other, which is what she does, mm-hmm. and we know good and damn well. Victoria and Lily aren't close. They're not, you know, they're not really not saying that they're enemies, but they're not friends. And especially we, after what Kane did with her. <laughs> yeah. Remember? Mm-hmm. I remember that. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. for her to come back in there talking about why well, I'm just looking out for you because I know uh, Billy can be an, an intoxicating person and he can do get you involved in this and this and this and He's a loose cannon, and it's like Victoria. You don't, you don't give two craps about um, Lily. You just don't want to see Billy with anybody else. Yeah, you know why though. And I don't honestly think it's a situation of the fact that she want to get back with him. I think he, she uses just like she used Billy as leverage to get back at his father, at her father, mm-hmm. and at Adam. As long as Billy is free away from somebody else that can control his thoughts, which would be another woman, right. she wants to be able to tap into that access to him for whatever she needs, whether it's to get one up on somebody or whatever the situation is. She knows that keeping him free of a relationship probably, and this is just me speculating, Will have mm-hmm. give her full access to use Billy the way she wants him wants to. Oh, that makes total sense mm-hmm. because had had him and Lily been in a relationship at the time that she brought this story to Billy, Lily would have cut that off. Oh, like, absolutely. Oh, oh no, oh no, you're not. Mm-hmm. You're not going. You're not listening to your ex wife. Yep. About this and possibly ruining our our company and you know bring, taking you down another dark hole or while you're involved with me, that's not happening. Mm-hmm. She definitely would have done that. Exactly, you know, so she want to continue to use because he knows some part of Billy somewhere he's always going to have a connection with her. He's the, She's the mother mm-hmm. of his kids. They've been in relationships several times, marriages, yep. you know, non-committed whatever situationships that they were in. The thing is, she likes to I'll lose leverage or with him if he gets involved in a whole nother relationship with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. So I totally agree with that. Um, I don't because remember toward the end of the week, Mm -hmm. you know, they go into this flirting thing and both of them get into this elevator 
And then obviously Lily walks over to him in the elevator clothes like they finna do something. And I'm like, okay, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think about the fact that they moving forward with them mixing business and pleasure? Oh, you know, I don't have a problem with it. You was rooting for for it, huh? Yeah, I've said for a while that I wouldn't mind seeing either him with Lily or Amanda. Um, I think I was rooting more for Amanda because I wanted I didn't want them putting Amanda back with um, um, Devon. But if Lily was the other option, um, I was fine seeing that too because it's something completely... I, I know they had their little fling, you know, some years ago, but it, I feel like this is still something that's completely different than the direction they normally take Billy, which is either Victoria or I think a few, a couple of times he's been flirty with Sharon, like over the past several years. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, Phyllis. So, yeah. I don't mind seeing it. Okay. It happens all the time on this soap with people working together and then they end up in a relationship. So, I think they'll be fine. Okay. Of course, there's going to be some type of drama that pops up, something that might affect something. But for now, I'm I'm all for it. Okay. All right. Cool. And mm-hmm. I like seeing Victoria squirm because she, listening to how she is with, let's say Chelsea, mm-hmm. um, and then like how she talks to Chelsea, but listening to how she um, talks to Lily is completely different because it's almost like not saying that she's scared of Lily, but. She doesn't she doesn't try any of the little smart ass remarks and stuff like that with Chelsea that she doesn't try that with Lily. Okay. So uh, it'll be interesting to see like when she realizes that Lily and Billy are um in an entanglement, I guess if you want to say Yeah, because they're not officially in a relationship. Yeah. Mm, they're just so casually doing whatever. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see how she res- how she responds to that and how she and is how she is um, around Lily when she finally finds out that they're like you know intimate with each other. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. So let's back up a little bit um, in regards to Billy and Phyllis. Mm-hmm. That whole conversation where Phyllis brings up the whole sleeping with Summer thing that happened like two years ago mm-hmm. that the writers never addressed and then she brought this up as a blackmail card. Yep. <laughs> what do you think about that? I didn't like that at all. I wanted them to bring it up but not in this particular scenario. Yeah, it the, this her bringing up in this way was I felt like that was very low of her to do. It, yeah, it because the mm-hmm. obviously you don't you don't care about not saying that she didn't care about it, but that moment has passed, and you haven't said anything to anybody since then. You haven't told anybody that that he did that. So you're only bringing it up now, not really because you care or because you're still upset that he did that to you and to your daughter, it's because you want something from him. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, I didn't like that she brought it up in that that situation. You know what, and I think it's a day late and a dollar short because yeah. if, and, and a lot of us, I mean, because I was on a different podcast last year, 
And one of the conversations that we always had was when they're going to bring that up. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that particular secret could blow up at the time. I don't know about now, but at the time with who was all together and the pieces that was in place at that time, that could have blew up sky high and the writers just let it go. Yeah, they did. They completely just, it was like they just kicked that that whole situation aside. <laughs> yeah, and then to now fast forward to October 2020, you want to have Phyllis bring it up as a way to gain leverage over Billy to get what she wants. It was like, well, why did you do that now? I mean, and in this yeah. context. Yeah, it just, to me, it just made Phyllis look bad. Yes, and then you're using your, because believe me, uh, uh, Summer is going to feel some kind of way if that came out because of what you decided to do. That's your daughter. Yep. And I think, I think Billy knows that. I think that's why Billy pretty much rejected that, um, that whole thing was because if she brought it up, that wasn't just going to hurt Billy. It was going to hurt Summer as well. And, and Nick, because here's the thing, because Nick is going to be like, how you been keeping this from me for two years? Yep. And then use it to get something that you want. Uh, Yeah. I mean, that's the biggest uh, thing. I don't even know. She thought that, that Billy was going to get scared and be like, oh, my God, okay, I won't tell. But if you notice, when he gets back to the office to talk to, um, to Victoria, he told her to back off or something. I'm like, oh, so it worked, huh? <laughs> yeah, he did. He did say something to her about it. Yeah. But then she was, but then Victoria was like a, um, that you got leverage on you or something remember she yeah. said that yep she did say that and then he was like you know what it doesn't even matter exactly. go, ahead and do, go ahead and do what you gonna do <laughs> exactly because he realized uh oh it's gonna open up a can of worms I better just let her ride just let her do her yeah I, and honestly do I think Phyllis is gonna blurt that out I mean the writers could have her do it but in the literal sense of things, that would be a stupid thing to do. She's about to blow up her own world by doing that. Yeah, that, yeah, that definitely would have hurt her more than Billy. Yeah, I mean, of course, Nick would have been upset. Victor, maybe. Even Victoria, maybe. But <laughs> most of them would have been upset because she knew about it and didn't say nothing either. Right. So, anywho... Um, or knew, not necessarily knew about it and didn't say anything, knew about it and tried to use it for something she wanted because I think I think had it come out, if it comes out some other way and Nick asked her, you know why didn't you, why didn't you tell me this happened and she says because we were afraid of what you might do that would be different. Right. I don't think Nick would be as upset with her for that reason but if he, you know if she tried to, bl- if she found out that she was trying to blackmail him um, by by putting this information out. That's a different story. That's a whole nother level of you. You wrong for that one. Yeah, <laughs> you wrong for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. And okay. So did we cover everything with um, Billy and Lily and all of that? Yeah. Yep, we did. Okay, so the other two storylines is the whole thing with Adam and Chelsea and all of them and Victoria and Nick and then mm-hmm. Elena and Devon, Amanda. Which one you want to hit? 
Uh, let's do Lena Divine. Okay. Um, what did you think about the fact that when Devon came by her house and had that sit down conversation, and he told her, <clears throat> you know what? I'm going to free myself. I'm just going to let you do you. And he was calm about it. And she turned around and said, that is the most insensitive, cruel thing you've ever said to me. And he like, I'm not trying to be cruel. I'm just trying to release you. <laughs> what did you think uh, about that? I think, I think Devon was, he was trying to be a jerk to her. You think so? Oh, definitely. When Devon is mad about something, Devon is a complete jerk. He is an a-hole. I have noticed that about his character over the years is that when somebody does something to him, when somebody wrongs him in some way or, you know, pisses him off, he turns into a jerk and he was being a jerk. Not that Elena, you know, maybe she de- she deserved it a little bit, but he wasn't doing that because he was trying to be nice to her. He was doing it because he was trying to be a jerk to her by saying you, know you, and, I- you and Nate belong together or you you deserve each other you can be together now he he wasn't doing that out of the kindness of his heart and to try to make her feel better wow i had a totally different take on that and i i mean i prefer people like that maybe that's what it is like be because i'm like that with people hey i'll let you be you do you go ahead on i'm good um but mm-hmm. that's my i mean i have a totally different perspective on that because i'm like if you're gonna you in a situation where somebody cheat on you and mm-hmm. I mean, hey, there's people that's been through that, obviously, and they need they're struggling to figure this out. Let them have it, you know, and mm-hmm. I saw it as, you know, because it wasn't like he was using derogatory in my perspective. Um, he wasn't using derogatory terms and saying you, you, you this, you that you take your so and so back over to him. I don't want nothing to do with your so and so. No. It was him in my, you know, from what I took of it to say, hey, I'm going to release you. If that's what you want, go have at it. I'm going to remove myself from the situation. I'm going to let you live your life. It is what it is. And when she responded, I was shocked. I'm like, what did she see vindictive out of that? You know, I saw it as being straightforward. I mean, but again, everybody's way of seeing things and how they respond and react to things are different. Um, mm-hmm. It really became, you know, with him when she came back and said, if that's the most cruel thing you've ever said to me, that's definitely it. Telling you to free, I'm, I'm going to free you and let you make the choice to be with somebody else. Because he said something extremely important. He said, Cause she went through all these things while I love you and blah, blah, blah. And she, he was like, you know what? But that wasn't enough to keep you from sleeping with my cousin. And it totally mm-hmm. makes sense. If your love is strong enough, then cause love is not just a feeling. Love is a commitment. Part of that commitment mm-hmm. is being able to go through things with him. And so she felt with her own insecurities, it took her on a different path. You know, if you say all these things about us and our relationship and what we're about and all of that, obviously it didn't mean anything to you in that moment. You know, mm-hmm. so and then and then she was looking crazy then because I, I, I totally get it. So he's like, you know what, I'm going to let you do it. If you want my cousin instead of me, I'm going to get out the way. And that's how I saw it. But I mean, you know, people see things differently. But um. 
Yeah, I just thought that I, was interesting. Go ahead. The 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 reason I say I feel like he was being a jerk was because if he wanted to, he he could have gone in there and and said, um, I you know I I want you to be able to explore whatever avenue you want to explore. You know when it comes to relationship or whatever mm-hmm. your love life, but just know that this isn't an option anymore because I can't forgive mm-hmm. you and just leave it at that. Instead, he wanted to throw Nate in her face. So that's why I'm saying he's being a jerk. He wanted to throw Nate in her face and say, if you you and Nate deserve each other, and if you guys want to be together, you guys can be together now. Um, I, I'm giving you, I'm giving you an out by telling you this. And he didn't, I don't think that he needed to say all that. I, I think her, his point would have been made by just saying, um, if you are thinking about trying to um trying to get get back together with me or if you think that there's still a chance that I'm just letting you know that there's no chance because I I can't forgive you for what you've done he could have left everything about Nate out of it and I think that he I feel like he said what he said um to try to make her feel bad and to try to make her feel stupid because she slept with his cousin so that's that's why I was saying I felt like he was trying to be a jerk to her. Oh, okay. Not not because he was being honest with her about she can move on with her life, but because of the way that he went about saying it. Oh. And I didn't think that it was necessary for him to say all that to her. Mm, okay. Well, you know, um I I, I hear you. <laughs> <clears throat> um and you know, like I say, people's responses to, you know, different things are different so mm-hmm. i mean i I'm, to answer the whole thing about bringing up nate in it nate is the focal point of the conversation that's who she was with so um by him saying if that's who you want to choose to be with have at it and i mean again that's how i saw it so and this is good conversation that we have it here because there's probably a lot of people that listen to us to the podcast that agree with what your thoughts are and see it that way and, mm-hmm. and vice versa. And there may be other um, ways to look at this. So it's it's pretty. It's, yeah. I like good conversation like this. So you know, I appreciate. Yeah. And I don't in any way feel sorry. I don't feel sorry for Elena by any mm-hmm. means. She was, you know, she is dead wrong for doing what she did, and Devon didn't give her any reason to to feel like he didn't want to be with her and wanted to be with Amanda. Right. But I just, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just, she was doing similar, the same thing that Summer is doing now, Mm -hmm. seeing things that weren't there. And usually that's your fear and insecurities talking to you. So, right. You know, that's what took her down this dark path. I mean, she saw Hillary's ghost through Amanda. Yeah. (laughs) So, but um yeah that was good i like that that was a good conversation though i'm glad we brought that up um okay so um do we got anything else with them besides the fact that elena she we know she moved in with um Mm -hmm. oh her convo with um hillary or damn it Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you seeing Hillary goes too? No, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah, Amanda. So are you talking about yeah. at the coffee house, right? Yeah, she ran to her at the coffee mm-hmm. house and um uh 
basically basically she apologized to Amanda or um dang it Elena mm-hmm. because she felt like she had a role in why their relationship failed. Yeah, she got somehow what this had to do with you and, and what you sorry for. And I'm like, okay. Right. <laughs> Elena <laughs> Elena, you need to take some time off. Take some time yeah. for yourself and get your thoughts together. I mean, what? And then say, um, gonna tell her that she, just so she knows that she plans on. Did this happen before or after that conversation with Divine, when she said that she planned on fighting for Divine? I think that was after. I could okay. be wrong. Wait a minute. I don't know. Let me see. Um, the thirtieth, they received painful and Elena refused. Yeah, that was yesterday. Yeah, on the thirtieth, whatever the thirtieth was. Yeah, yesterday. No, yeah, today the thirty first. <laughs> Think about okay. it. Go ahead. What'd you say? Oh no, I was just saying. Yeah, yesterday was the thirtieth. Yeah. So um, yeah. I the question <laughs> is, what they gonna do with her? What What are the writers gonna take? I do. You think that they're pushing um Devon to Amanda? Definitely, because Devon keeps. Um, trying to, I feel like Devon is being a little more um, aggressive, flirty, flirty yeah. I guess, with Amanda, and keeps asking her about going to New York with him. And Amanda was like, "The answer is still no." And he asked her a second time. Yeah, but did you <laughs> find this interesting? Let me ask you this: He got back, and she was like, "Wait a minute." I thought you were still out of town. Oh, it was just an overnight trip. So, what was you planning on doing with Amanda to go with you if this was overnight anyway? (laughs) Well, I think he told her, I thought he told her in the beginning, the first time he asked her if she wanted to go with him, I thought that he said it was just a really quick trip there and and right back to check out an artist. Right, but the thing is, I don't think, because Amanda was wondering why he was back so soon. She didn't know. She thought, I guess, from the way quick trip, maybe a couple days, two, three days, he was back the next Mm -hmm. day. And she was like, what you doing here? You remember? Uh, What day did he come back? It was like maybe Wednesday or Thursday. Something like that. But did you think of, oh, let me just ask you this. Did you think on Wednesday everybody was having these weird fantasies because, okay, Summer had one, Abby had one, mm-hmm. and who else? Was it just, it was like. Elena, Elena had one because she had that fantasy about Nate. Yeah, and then here come Devon walking like he was coming from out of heaven somewhere, and I'm like. Oh yeah, she had she did have one about Devon too. Yeah, when she was sitting at the coffee house and the lights turned down, this light is shining over Devon's head. And I'm like, what happened to Devon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yep, she did have one. Yeah, so I don't know what she they were trying to do on Wednesday with these little daydreams or whatever that they were having. That was kind of weird. So I didn't know where they were going with that, but all right, yeah. you ready to tackle Adam, Chelsea, and the other Newmans? Yeah, that's all over the place. Well, okay. <laughs> so, we know Adam decides that he's going to rid himself of the Newman name. 
yeah. and go up to Nick and Victoria's and say, you know what, I'm done. How should we believe you? Because I am. It don't matter if you believe me. Right. Uh, <laughs> Which, I mean, they have a, it's not like Adam has said, hasn't said it right. before and then some months later he's back to scheming about how he can ruin the new mm-hmm. one. So I, I get where, I get why Nick and Victoria are skeptical of that. <clears throat> and then, mm-hmm. but I mean, if that's up to them if they want to beat themselves over the head and drive themselves crazy trying to figure out what Adam is really up to. You know what? I agree with what Adam said to Billy. Billy says this whole merry-go-round of what's going on in this. I mean, Adam says to Billy, uh, this merry-go-round of what's happening in this town is reactions to other people's reactions. It's this Mm -hmm. vicious circle. So they get mad at Adam. Adam retaliates. They retaliate back. And then Adam gets mad again. And I'm going to get you again. It's just this vicious circle that they go through with this dude. Yeah, but it's not always. Now, I don't dislike Adam, but Adam isn't always innocent. Sometimes Adam starts stuff too. So it's not always Victor or Victoria um, that starts a, an issue with Adam. Adam Adam has his has had his moments where he has been the initiator in some of the problems that, that have happened as well. So do you <clears throat> think, so let me ask you this, when things are calm and nothing's going on, do you think Adam mm-hmm. ignites something just out of the blue or is usually in response to something that has been done? Um, I, I mean, I can't think of any examples off the top of my head, but I don't, I don't think that every time Adam has decided to take some kind of revenge on somebody, it's been because he was retaliating. Okay. Um, I, I'm pretty sure there's been times where he has decided, um, for instance, he wants to take over Newman, so he tries to do something to to get into the get into one of those positions, or I don't know something that has to do with whatever woman he's involved with. I I don't know, but I I don't think that every single time it's been them and uh, doing something to him and him retaliating. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, it, it goes back and forth between him and between Victor and between, between Victoria. all of. <laughs> Yeah. What do you about who who starts it and who doesn't and who's just, who's retaliating and who isn't? Yeah, yeah, that's true. <clears throat> I was just wondering what your thoughts were on that because you got some folks who think that oh my god Adam always starts stuff. Then you got other folks that are saying in the groups, no, it's usually because somebody already did something to him, so he hits back twice as hard. So you know, I was just wondering what your thoughts were on that. You know. Yeah, I think they all, all of them own a piece in it. Not one of them is innocent. Yeah, yeah. So, and even with what he had to say to Billy, I one thing I just I like straightforward people. I'm not the type of person I like to be just told what I want to hear, or just tell me something to make me, you know, feel good. I need you to tell me the truth. And I will say mm-hmm. that usually with people like Adam, he don't care what you think about him. It's like, okay, look, I didn't told you. You can feel whatever way you want to feel. <laughs> Keep it yeah. Because when Nick was like, right. well, I don't believe you. He was like, I really don't care if you don't believe me. <laughs> yeah. Because you can't yeah. control that. Like, if y'all can, if y'all, and that, like I was saying, if y'all want to sit around and 
pull your hair out trying to figure out what my next move is. Exactly. Have at it, but I'm I'm telling y'all right now, I'm not. I'm, I'm finished. Done, you know, and obviously there's something going on because he has a conversation with Jack, and he made this yeah. cryptic message before leaving Jack. Like, well, you just have to wait around and see. And I'm like, and he's like, Adam, what did you do? <laughs> yeah, and he was on the phone when um. Billy saw him in the park. He was on the phone with somebody still talking about Sherlyn, which I assume he's talking about um, uh, Ray. Yeah, but what do you... Because he said something about how hard is it to how hard is it to keep tabs on Oh, you're talking about whatever it was week. Early in the week. Uh-huh. Yeah, when Billy saw him in the park and he approached him about because he thought he assumed that it was Adam that tried to break into Victoria's house. And he was on the phone. Adam was on the phone mm-hmm. with somebody when uh, Billy came walking up and he said something. He was saying something about trolling a cop. How hard is it to do your job or to, I forget what it was he said exactly. And you know what? He went further. I think that was either yesterday or Thursday when he met up in the office with Billy and Billy tried to, again, next time you go in Victoria's house, it's like, dude, when is this going to stop? Everything bad that happens in this town. I think I said that last week. Adam didn't always mm-hmm. be the one behind it. I mean, come on. Yeah, but again, Adam has done things to make people suspicious of him. So he broke into the Billy's hotel room a couple now, of weeks Now that early. is true. He did break into the hotel room, but he was looking for an article. What does he need from Victoria? Yeah. It, do- it doesn't really matter though. I mean, if you if you're breaking into my house, then you can't be surprised when I suspect you of possibly breaking into my ex-wife's house too because you knew that she was involved in that whole article. Yeah, he need to get some receipts first before accusing somebody. I mean, that's just, it's one thing to have a history, but get your facts before you accuse somebody. You know, I mean, and he's telling you I didn't break I mean, because he admitted to the whole thing of breaking into his place, but Mm-hmm. You know, he telling you, I ain't going up. You got kids up in the house. I'm not going up in there. You know, so I don't, I, I just, this whole, I'm just tired of it. I kind of want them to figure out what you're going to do with Adam. Give him a, a company or something, you know, yeah. it, it, something, clean it up. Cause other than that, it's just, he's just spiraling into this dark hole with folks angry. Nobody wants to, right now he has nobody. Even, and even Chance is worried about the fact that, you know, something's up with this dude. Because he was telling that to Abby, right? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, just figure, writers, what are you going to do with the Adam Newman character? Are you just going to have him running around town just terrorizing everybody? Or everybody accusing him? Or figure out something. <laughs> it's just give him something yeah. solid to chew on. Well, they he doing something because they yeah, uh, they got something going on. At the end of the week, they show him typing away on his computer like he's up to. Yeah, something. and then Chelsea so, finds it, I think. Yeah, it does look like she finds it. Yeah. Next week. What have you? What are you doing? Blah blah blah. So, mm, we'll see. Um, what do you think about Kevin and Chloe with Chelsea and all of this, and how they're reacting to Adam? Do you think they have the um, self-righteousness to do that? 
Chloe definitely doesn't. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, even Kevin doesn't because when he first came in, into the show, he was a uh, he was exactly. a little criminal. Um, but of course, I, I guess you know people always forget their past on on the show and forget that they used to do some horrible things as I well. Mean, even Billy, you just coming off of trying to kill the dude yourself. You worried about him trying to do stuff. You tried to run the dude over. I mean that it's it's just yeah. interesting how like you say they pounce on him. Now I've never seen like Nick actively try to physically harm him. You know what I mean? Or right. I don't even think Victoria even did something. But when it comes to Billy, Chloe and Kevin they have no room to talk. <laughs> yeah, and that, I, of course, Chloe was trying to blame everything she did on the fact that um, he had something to do with, you know, Delia dying or whatever. Because every time he would say something, I was grieving my daughter. I did that because I was grieving my daughter. And it's like, well, I mean, you can't blame everything you do on the fact that your daughter Yeah, well, the thing is, is that <laughs> it's a mistake. The first, well, here's the issue, and you know, without digging back in the past so deeply, you know, the only thing that I would say Adam had a problem with this is because when he did find out what happened, he hid it. He hid it exactly. But the actual yeah. accident itself, he didn't know that girl was out there. Yeah, you know, and a lot of the accountability everybody and even some people in the groups are saying that's on Billy. You don't leave your your young child in the car by herself. You want to get Yeah, and I think I, I think Vic that's one of the reasons why Victor blames him for Delia dying is because he he left her in the car alone. Yeah, I mean, you on a side you in a dark area, you go in and get some ice cream, you leave your kid in the car like that and then when she gets out chasing her dog something bad happens but you want to blame the accident driver not yourself for being um irresponsible and so a lot of people were saying that but it became an adam problem when he did realize what he did and he hit it and he hit it that's yeah that's where his that's where he was wrong he should have come forward and said i i was you know, I was there that night. I I didn't realize. But I you know it. what the issue was is the fact that everybody had already hated him so much. This was him telling, um, you know, uh, uh, Billy and of course Victoria. I mean, Chloe, what had happened to their daughter was only going to make it worse for him, and he knew that. He like these people don't like me already, <laughs> so yeah. telling them that the, you know. But he should have said something. You know, yeah. so anywho, fast forward back to 2020. Um, yeah, that whole thing with drawing up the paperwork, Victor was like, You know, I really, you know, what are you doing? You know, and um, you know, Adam was like, I'm me being part of this family is the demise of my life. What do you think about that? Do you think him being associated with the Newmans have caused most of the problems he had? I I don't think it was necessarily him being associated with them. I think I think his problems were caused by Victor 
not doing what he can to make sure the rest of his family accepts ah, Adam. Perfect. You couldn't have said it more perfect. Um, because I, I don't. I mean, I I can't remember exactly how it was when Adam first came onto the show as an adult. But I I mean, did he come into the show as a a devious scheming? I'm going to try to take over my family's company type of person, or was Victor pitting him against? Nick and Victoria, well, they were just automatically from the from okay. the start. Just the only like thing that I remember is, you know, of course, Victor finding out, you know, well, the the whole I thing came into place and all that. It was a whole different type of story, like because originally when he came on, he was dating um, Paul's daughter briefly, and then when that all went left they always had this thing about him trying to find his place in the family. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. And then of course, you know, they wanted to explore um, the Adam character at that time as bisexual. And then, you know, of course there were a lot of conversations. The actor that had played that which was Chris Ingen at the time. He, you know, left the position. They brought Michael Muni on and then with Michael Muni being, because even he, when he's on Lifetime and other movies like Man, he plays a dark character. So mm-hmm. they kind of, Michael Muni added that darkness to the Adam Newman character. And I think that the writers wrote with it and he was good at it. I mean, from, and so they made it where this guy who was, um, this uh, Harvard graduate who's smarter than everybody, he comes into this family with this idea of like, I know how to run business better than you and your and and um, Victoria and, and, and Nicholas because I went to college. You guys were just handed this, and it brought a contention because now here come Victor playing all of them against each other. You know, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. he's my prodigal son. He's just like me. He went to Harvard. And, the, you know, Victoria and Nick was like, how you going to bring this dude up in here that supposed to be? And it just be it, tension started, this infighting. And the writers explored that infighting up through to this point. Now, when they brought Justin Hartley on, you know, he brought a lighter side and a more jovial side to Adam and then of course mm-hmm. he left to go on to the NBC show and then they brought that darkness back by bringing Mark Grossman back because Mark Grossman also plays a dark character the guy that plays Theo he plays a dark character I just saw him in an element movie a couple weeks ago you know so I think that originally they tried to bring him in as a member of the family but the writers took him on a dark path because of the fact that it you know, they let Victor kind of pit the kids against each other and it's been infighting ever since. So, yeah. Mm. I hope that answered your question. <laughs> I gave a lot of information. Yeah. Go ahead, what'd you say? No, yeah, it did. It it, it did pretty much. I, I couldn't, re- like, I remember when Adam first started, I just can't remember the details mm-hmm. of how... Um, the, his relationship with Nick and Victoria got so yeah it basically you know, started from from Victor because he pitted them against mm-hmm. they he wanted 
his kids to prove that they were really in how they do that is who's going to jump higher. And the kids was like, I'm going to jump higher than you. And so, you know, it's just been an ongoing battle. I just, I hate the fact that like what they, what Adam said the other day, I'm sick and tired of trying to prove myself to you, Mm -hmm. which is the main cause of all of this. And Victoria has been trying to prove herself too for all these years. And Victor keep moving the goalpost. So, you know, it just creates tension. And so, you know, Adam is like, you know what, I'm just done. I'm done with them. I don't want to be a part of this member of this family. I'm changing my name back to Adam Wilson. Peace out. (laughs) So, yeah. I just wish they, you know, I'm hoping whatever this is, is something big, but something positive, not something big. And we're back in the same old thing again. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm hoping that as well. Like, cause they're, they're showing them doing something, obviously, and we don't know what mm-hmm. it is, but I, I hope that they're going the opposite direction where it's not him being, um, you know, the bad right. guy again. Right. Exactly. So, so uh, yeah, and I totally don't blame them. I, I mean, they've never they've never welcomed him into nope. that family. They've never made him feel part of the family. So him changing his last name back to Wilson, um, yeah, it, they shouldn't be surprised by that. <laughs> yeah, and that was so out uh, the faces on all of them when they realized because I and I think they get they get a um adrenaline rush I would want to say when they know they can fight Adam and when you take yourself especially Billy did you see Billy's face when Adam walked out of that office he looked deflated it's like dang I ain't got nobody to play with me no more you know and when you take that kind of power away from people like you know what I'm done being in this this war with you fight yourself you know, it's like, okay, the person is like, dang, I've been so used to doing this. What do I do now? <laughs> so, right. And when Victor came up in the office with Nick and Victoria and they was like, you don't believe him, do you? And Victor dropped that folder. Oh, yeah, this dude changed his name to Wilson. Did you see Nick and Victoria's face? They're like, dang, he went to that mm-hmm. extent? Oh, uh, yeah. He's sick of y'all. <laughs> exactly (laughs) and I was cracking up I was like oh my god that was a boss move I just hope that this next move by Adam is something big but something positive that's what I'm hoping I could be be far-fetched but you know we'll see right yep all right um the only other thing Jordan we got to meet Jordan this week um uh, uh Faith's friend yeah. What do you think about that? They doing something shady. I don't know. I just don't know what's going on. Yeah, they, like, what is she well, up to? The thing is, is that the way that they was talking as if they said, oh, they so stupid. They have no idea. In the words that they were using, it was like, they think they oh, they know what they're doing. We, well, we can definitely do some things that they ain't going to figure out. I'm like, what are y'all trying to do to undermine something or someone? I don't see this because a lot of folks was thinking, and let me know what you think. There were some folks in the group thinking that this was some form of a romantic relationship. Now that I see them talking, they up to something slick. 
Yeah, that that's what I'm saying is I can't I don't I can't think of what are they trying what is Faith trying to pull off? Like what is she doing? Yeah, I don't know. And I, I have no clue um what she could be possibly trying to to get over on her parents. Is she talking about sneaking out, going to parties, drinking something? I don't I don't know, yeah. but whatever it is, is it's um they never readdressed it. We only saw that one scene early in the week and they never came back to it. So And she's not giving like any signs of her like doing some underage drinking or drugs or, you know, getting into like her her person her attitude or her personality or behavior other than her getting caught sneaking out of the house. Like she's not she hasn't been angry towards her mom or towards Mariah or Nick. But did you hear um, what she told her, though? Or acting out of character? She told her what? the best way to get under the nose of people is just act like nothing's happening. So she's going on it. Because most time when folks are sneaky, they get defensive, they get reactive. Whereas a person that is acting like nothing's going on, the world is fine. It keeps the people around you at bay. So they have no idea what you're moving around doing. And that's exactly what she said to her. She was like, as long as you act calm and act like everything is good around here, they'll have no idea knowing what we're, they will have no idea of what we're doing. So. Yeah, but you can't hide being high. You can't so hide being that high. That's true. So what is it? Yeah, it's it's something it's something outside of drugs you think and alcohol. It's stealing or oh no, mm-hmm. we'll figure it out. I mean, we'll see what it is. We're coming up into November sweep, so hopefully it's some big things coming out with the soaps this this coming month, you know. We didn't mm-hmm. have a May sweeps because of COVID. I mean mm, the C nineteen, but um yeah. So anywho. All right, did we cover everything? Sharon didn't have too much this week, except the fact that she ran into Chelsea and Chelsea got mad at her. But which was stupid. Uh, Chelsea, why are you in her coffee shop if you don't if you're going to be annoyed with her? Yeah, well, why are you mad at her? You need to be mad at Adam. You, she was nowhere around. Yeah. That girl is getting ready to marry Ray. So why are you mad at her? Right. So. But Chelsea was also not Chelsea. Um, Sharon was also being pushy, talking to her, asking her if she was okay. And Chelsea was like, you know, I'm fine. I just, you know, I just want to drink my coffee, blah, blah, blah. And Sharon keeps talking to her. And it's like, Sharon, take take a hint. She said that she just, she came in just to drink coffee, right. not to talk. And you're still talking. So leave, yeah, her, leave alone. her alone. Don't bother. Yeah. So the, it's, it's, it's funny with this pattern of people going into establishments where they don't want to be bothered with the very people that they're annoyed with, but yet you're going in their yeah. restaurants. So like when Adam Adam did that with Phyllis, when he went to the hotel and went and sat at the bar and Phyllis starts talking to him and he's like, "What? leave me alone or what do you want, Phyllis? As if Phyllis walked up to the bar and sat next right. to him. She, she runs <laughs> the place. What are, you, what are you talking about? Right. I mean, granted, she could walk away, but you in her establishment. So, I mean, the same thing, like you said, with Sharon. You at her coffee house. What do you mean? Come on now. Yeah. All right. So, is that everything, every storyline, everybody? 
Um, let's see. Oh, and the little the little thing that happened with Gloria. Yeah. But we, we still don't know what's going, going on with, with Gloria. That. I mean, Gloria slid in, and I ain't seen her since what earlier this week. Yeah, I think that was like Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, and that was it. I don't know. I wonder what big part is she going to have on, you know, the show as the weeks come up. So. Yeah. Um. But outside of that, I think that was that was all the storylines. Okay. All right. Well, let's switch over to the bold and the beautiful. And we had kind of a choppy, you know, usually it's either one solid or two solid storylines. This week we had little bits and pieces. So Mm -hmm. let's knock out the whole um, thing with Carter and Zoe and Zenday. I mean, she obviously slept with him and spent the night. Yep. And um, go ahead. Um, I mean, there really wasn't much there other than Carter asked or, you know, mentioning her moving in again. Um, She's still, you know, telling him that she's not ready for that yet. Um, But I wonder, I wonder how different that would be if Zenday wasn't around. I wonder if she would still feel like she wasn't ready to move in with him or is she doing that because she's trying to wait around to see how Zenday feels about her which there's some indication that she thinks that Zenday is interested mm-hmm. because when she had went back to Forrester and starts talking about um her and Carter's mm-hmm. dinner um she says to Zenday I hope this isn't I hope this isn't too awkward for you I don't know if she was saying that because she thinks that he may have some feelings mm-hmm. for her or if she was saying that because she knows that they're friends and maybe it's awkward to talk to her boyfriend or whatever Carter is to her, his friend about their night you know, together. I was I was um hoping that they didn't screw up this part of the storyline because like you say, you know, it's what would have been the situation if he wasn't around. I mean, would she would have said, Oh yeah, you know, I'm moving in with the COO of Forrester. Or would it, you know, like you got right now, is it a situation where she's trying to weigh her options? You know what I mean? Because she yeah. knows that Zenday has something going on in his head about her. She know that. She know that guy's interested. Right. At the same time, and then we... oh, no, and no, at no, the same time, she's interested, of course, in Carter because that was built up before he even came on the scene. So... Right. It I'm I was glad because at first I thought that they were gonna have both Zoe and Zenday sleep together. And especially when she had just slept with um you know, with Carter, I'm like, please don't. Please don't yeah. and they didn't. I'm like, Okay, cool. Because we already had that with Elena, Devon and, and and um and Nate, you know, last week. I'm like, please don't do this with Zoe, Carter, and Zenday. You know, and they didn't do it, so I was glad about that. Not saying that they won't, but right. I mean, what's your thoughts? Um, I feel like they are kind of backing off of the like the the gold digger persona okay. that they were almost going mm-hmm. with her, because when he first came back, all she kept saying was. 
how um, Zenday was a forester, right. uh, a forester, and how she was almost, you know, in the forester family, blah blah blah, and like heavy, heavily flirting mm-hmm. with Zenday. But now I feel like they are backing off of of her being that way, and they're um, they're they're trying to make it seem as if she truly does like care about her relationship with Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, and that maybe they're trying to make her a little less obvious with Zenday. Okay. And which they should. I don't, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm kind of, um, it, there. it's like mixed signals with that whole situation because they, they, of course, are, you know, had her being super flirty with him. But then when she's alone with Carter, it seems like she truly does care about him and which before Zenday came on the scene it also seemed like she really did you know like Carter and was really into him because she would talk about Carter to Brooke or um, Hope or you know whoever she was in a scene with and they would ask about how things are going and she would be you know I feel like she would be super happy and, and giddy when she would talk about him so I don't um, I don't know I'm just I'm just confused about how they're trying to portray this well, whole thing. the only thing that I can think thing. of if you are seeing a definite in the beginning and then now mixed signals is a possibility because I do know that sometimes the writers hang out in the groups. And this whole Zenday Carter's um, um, Zoe triangle has not been receptive. It has not. It mm-hmm. hasn't been a good look at all. And so I'm wondering if they're looking at this to say, you know what? We were trying to go down this route. We were doing, we were doing too, much. too much. Maybe we need to back <laughs> off because, I mean, there are other issues that come along with the fact that they don't like the Zoe character, period. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you throw Zenday and Carter in the mix, you know, and it's like it makes it worse. So mm-hmm. with all of the noise, because I haven't seen, I mean, combing the groups and social media from getting the responses on, you know, this whole storyline, it's just 90, 90% of it is just negative. So I'm wondering yeah. if, like you're saying, what are they doing now? Because at first they were going one way and it looks different now. It's possible that they looked at this and say, okay, it's not going over well with the fans. Maybe we need to switch this up. Right. Yeah, hope maybe that is what it is. I hope so. But I'm glad that they yeah. are because I didn't I didn't like the way that they were portraying her when Zendaya right. first, you know, came in the yep. yep, yep, yep. So I mean that was pretty much we didn't really see a lot of them this week like we did last week, so Yeah. All right, you wanna move on to a different storyline? Um let's get Quinn and Eric them out the way because that came at the end of the week. Yeah, it wasn't really exactly. much there. Kinda, let's knock the little ones out. She's begging, and I was like, Quinn's mm-hmm. don't. And I, in that moment where he was, Eric was like, I can't believe you. I forgave you. know, I'm tired of forgiving you. And, you know, you had to undermine Brooks and Ridge's marriage. And I'm like, there's the open door. There's the open door. You need to hit him where it hurts. Like, yeah, I did what yeah. I did, but you didn't do what you were supposed to do. Yeah, and I hate it when he said when <clears throat> when he said to her 
um, Brooke was right about you this Ooh. whole time. And I'm like, come on, Eric, that, that, you know, that's the one thing that's going to hurt her is by you telling her that Brooke was right about her. Like that was, un- I thought that was unnecessary. Just, I don't know. Between Brooke and Hope, they have made the, the, these two particular characters the focal point of the show. They are mm-hmm. the catalyst, the focal point, the center of the universe of this entire show. And it's it's crazy that with so much talent that the show have, why not spread the wealth? You know what I mean? I mean, you got a bunch of great, not mm-hmm. Catherine Kelly Lang and Annika, great actresses. But there are also other great actors and actresses on the show. Spread the wealth instead of making it a focal point. You know, mm-hmm. with the Forrester men or even the Spencer men. <laughs> so Yeah. But um yeah, so what do you what what did you think about with um Shauna coming down the stairs, girl? Yeah, I'm like, oh, what's going on? It went off yes, after that, right? We had we haven't seen anything yet. I'm like, what's uh, what's going on there? And I guess I somebody posted in one of the groups mm-hmm. last week um, that they were going to put Shauna in air. That's together. what I heard too. I'm like, that's that's odd, and not odd because we never had a connection. That's her best ex, but yeah, and. You just she just jumps from being in love with Ridge to now having feelings for Ridge's father. Not that that hasn't happened in the past, um, but it I don't know that that's just a weird jump for me. It, to me, it is so cheesy. If they I don't know what the response is. Number one, Quinn didn't even know she was in town. She haven't talked to her, and this girl is up in the house. Second yeah. of all, she come cruising down the stairs and Eric ain't saying nothing. She he just looking like, uh, well, um, uh, and I'm like, what what is this? And it is not a good look because of the fact that I could see if Eric and and Shauna was kind of like flirting with each other or throwing little mm-hmm. eyes and glances at each other over the she was all pro ridge and then now yeah, I don't know what the writers are doing. We'll find out. I mean, what if they did get mm-hmm. together? What do you think about that? Um, The only reason why I might not have an issue with it is because I know Brooke will still have oh, an yeah. issue with it. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the only positive thing out of them putting Shauna and Rich get, or Shauna uh-huh. and Eric together. Um, because the only other option would have been placing him with Donna and I definitely didn't want him and Donna back together right? because I never liked them as a couple so I mean it's weird but I guess if I had to pick with pick between who's on the show right now if they weren't going to bring anybody new in there for Eric um I'm okay with it being Shauna that's that that just you know conjures up another circle of drama between her and um, Quinn. Well, I guess instead of it being between Quinn and Brooke, and well, let me ask you this because how are they going to explain the connection that they he was upset? Because remember, they've been off the grid or off screen for about a week, okay? 
So mm-hmm. are they, how can they work this girl into the storyline as being, a you know, doing something with Eric? What? They were upset with everything that happened and they came together and they had a couple drinks and they fell into each other's arm. How are you going to bridge that together? I don't know. Maybe it hasn't started yet. Well, she up in that maybe, house. Maybe girl, this was... <laughs> Well, yeah, but maybe this was maybe she was there because she was trying to explain herself to Eric and was apologizing. Um, I don't know. So maybe maybe whatever, if they do put Shauna and Eric together, maybe that hasn't actually happened yet. And this is leading. Well, up here's to the other part happening. of this question, because Ridge was just there. And talking to mm-hmm. Eric. OK, so was this girl upstairs? Wow. It's just a weird positioning of how they did this because like I said Ridge just left he's mad after talking to Quinn Quinn's trying to apologize whatever and he walks off so all this time that him and Ridge was downstairs talking she was upstairs yeah it's mm. weird <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll I guess we'll find out what it's yeah about. we will on Monday we most definitely will find out and if they are together writers do a good job on explaining how you bridge those two because I'm curious yeah so yeah. um that that was just that little piece of storyline I mean Quinn did have a conversation and with uh Flo and Wyatt um, moving into their house because she can't be in the hotel and Flo is like yeah come on in and Wyatt's looking like uh 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 yeah <laughs> yeah Wyatt was not uh, he wasn't happy with that one I don't should have did that though definitely not that should have been something they should have yeah. discussed with each other before I mean I know you friends with my mom but at least talk to me first be like look can we have moms come in or what you know yeah, yeah. that was crazy but okay, we done with them, right? Unless you got anything else. Uh, no, not really. Um, let's move on to this. I think this is the last piece of storyline that we have for Bold in this whole thing with Thomas. Uh, this doll, the Hope doll, a, a mannequin, I should say. And then, of course, Hope, the real person. And then we also got Finn, Steffi, and Liam. So, mm-hmm. I don't know <clears throat> if this thing, because Halloween is today. We are recording this as of October 31st. I'm wondering mm-hmm. if they were doing this as something for Halloween. I don't know, but it wasn't worth it. It was a horrible condition to tribute to Halloween, absolutely. Be- yeah. Because if you notice, when he packaged up the mannequin to go back to Forrester, the thing eyes turned red. So in that moment, because a lot of people was thinking like, okay, this dude is hearing voices, he's going crazy, this has something to do with him bumping his head. And then he finally packaged this girl up yesterday, and then her eyes turned red. And I'm like, okay, this gotta be something for Halloween. (laughs) It's gotta be. Yeah, I... I just don't I don't like it. I hate I hate that they are again using Thomas to um 
put Hook back in the victim the, the victim column and make Liam a hero because from some of the spoilers that I've read, that's what's about to happen oh, again. Jeez, do we have to go down this path again? I'm just sick of it. Yeah. It, it's uh, and I don't like girl, there's so much material I, that they could do with this guy. There is. So I don't get why they keep circling back around to this. I mean, and if they want to, like, because I, I mean, I could see if it was a hit with the fans. This whole thing this week creeped a lot of the fans out. It was like, why are we doing this? This yeah. is a stupid storyline. What were the writers thinking? It's like, why? Why would y'all have it? And then the way that it was happening, you know, don't take me home. You can leave me here with you. Let me stay tonight. And it's like, people was like, okay, is this man going to sleep with this thing? It was just bad taste. It was, it was definitely bad taste. Yeah, it was. And it, and, um, again, it's just like, you guys can have drama between Hope and and Liam and Thomas without making Thomas a lunatic. There were there's other ways that they could have gone about it if they wanted to go back to this whole triangle thing again, and I, I don't know. It's I'm just even, it's frustrating and it's. I'm, they could have <laughs> easily made a triangle. Get get him out of this hole. If you want to keep him in the hope orbit, okay, fine, but not in a romantic trying to get with you way. Create a triangle with him and Zenday about who's the best designer. You yeah. know. Yeah. Go that route. Let's do something. Why had this is a freaking fashion house? I mean, you wanted the you got like, and I think we've talked about this before. You got big Spencer Publications, and you got you know um, Forrester Creations who make clothes and you know fashions. Bring us fashion show. I mean, would you buy the mannequin because Hope bought that mannequin for her 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 uh, line, so create a, a a competition of fashion between Zenday and and Thomas. Yeah. You know, make it interesting. This dude don't let him get back to recovery. Don't take him back down cuz I mean, what's going to end up happening? That dude going to lose his son altogether. Yep. And I mean, seriously, let let that let him have some peace for a moment. Or else, you know, I mean, well, I don't know how long Jacqueline's going to be on the screen because I think she's probably about five or six months pregnant now. But, you know, have a competition with him and his, with him and her, his sister. You know, like what happens with Nick and Victoria. I, I want Newman. Well, I want Forrester. I should be, I'm the, you know, something. Yeah. Stop sniffing around hope in that romantic sexual way and it's it's really creepy you know the way he looks at her um, in the workplace we always talk about you know misdealings and how people deal with people in the workplace men and women and stuff like that let's not go there on screen yeah. with this girl you know what I'm saying it's, it's unwanted attention hope don't want that you got this dude acting creepy I don't like it right not either. So, what else you got? Either on I'm over Did it. you say you over it? <laughs> yep, I'm, I'm over. I'm over them making Thomas this creepy 
obsessed stalker stalker hearing voices like he's a schizophrenic or something i mean come on yeah and i i still don't i still don't know where they're going with the him bumping his head on the table uh, maybe they like what is that going to reveal if they were using (laughs) it for this whole thing with the mannequin maybe that's what they did that for and you know because i honestly believe with the red eyes i'm like okay this gotta be related to halloween but I could be wrong. We'll see. Because it looked like he's taking the thing back to Forrester. So hopefully this is over with this talking mannequin in his head. You know. Grief, I hope, I hope so. so. Let's get off of him. Let's move over to Finn and Steffi and Hope. What do you think about that whole thing? Um, Hope is very obviously excited about the relationship between Steffi and Finn because she knows that um, that kind of pulls Steffi out of the possibility of her causing more issues between her and Liam. And it just feels fake. It does. <laughs> so it that's does. that whole scene when her and Hope are talking mm-hmm. and she, multiple times she brings up Finn. It's like, gosh, this is so, it's, it feels fake. It's so obvious that she is only happy for one for one reason she doesn't I don't she doesn't really truly care about I don't feel like she really truly cares about um Steffi's happiness she's just excited that now Steffi is not involved in her and her and Liam she's just excited that Steffi isn't single anymore because she knows that that pushes her out of Liam's um you know uh orbit orbit mm-hmm. as far as uh, romance is concerned and she's not going to be causing any issues between them yeah it definitely looked fake because she kept bringing it up and this just doctor y'all seem like y'all doing good and, you know what's yeah, going on awesome. and i'm like girl stop <clears throat> the only you wouldn't if you wasn't dating liam you probably would care less who Steffi's dating if right. the only reason that she's really into and being so over the top excited for Steffi is because it's not liam it's Finn that she's with and hoping that Finn is going to keep her away from Liam. Yep. That's it. You know, she needs to quit yeah. playing. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was so, it just felt so fake. So, yeah. But I mean, we didn't really have any large, you know, usually bold. We had some pretty good storylines the last few weeks. This particular week was weird. Yeah. It was just more about Thomas and, this whole thing. What do you think about his conversation that he had with Finn? Um, when he went on his rant about Liam, I think that um, sometimes you need to keep your mouth closed because <laughs> you don't know. Because mm-hmm. I don't think he expected Finn to run tail Steffi, and right. he did. And it's like, dude, I know you don't like Liam. And see, I think the only reason Thomas felt that comfortable because he figured like. He was gonna be that that Finn was gonna be that guy that's like, oh yeah, you know, I got his girl now. So whatever you tell me about the ex, I'm here for it. Well, Finn remained an objective, and he was like, yeah, you know, I I know what we got, we're good, you know, I ain't worried about Liam. Mm-hmm. And then when he started talking about how he's better for Hope than Liam is, I'm like, oh Lord, please don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't go there. <laughs> And, um, you know, of course, Finn caught whiff for that. What did you say? Did she actually say that? You okay? Yeah. You need some water? Something? You know. 
Yeah, I um, I I first I was thinking to myself like, oh man, I hope he doesn't put like all these ideas and thoughts in Finn's head about Liam to where he ends up ruining his relationship with Stephanie. Yeah. Because he was, you know, all this stuff he was saying about Liam, about how he's going to, you know, he comes off as this nice guy, but eventually he's going to come back sniffing around Steffi again and you you have to watch your back with him. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, gosh, she's putting all this stuff in Finn's head and Finn is going to end up ruining his relationship with Steffi because he's going to be insecure. So I was I was glad that he went and said something to Steffi about his conversation with Liam mm-hmm. and that it didn't end up being a a situation where now he's got Finn acting nuts like he is when it comes to Liam. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, that, that whole little rant that he went on, it was like, oh, mm-hmm. Thomas, you're not yeah, making yourself good. Look exactly. Good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So you know, no, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't underwhelming, but it wasn't an overwhelming set of storylines this week. You know, it wasn't like, oh mm-hmm. my god, did you see that? You know. Um Yeah. So But the, they're obviously doing they're gonna do something with the with the him bumping his head because Finn also mentions something to Thomas about how he doesn't seem himself mm-hmm. like phys- physically, not necessarily mentally, but physically. Uh-huh. Um and then he also says something to to Steffi, like asking Steffi, if, "Is he, is he okay physically?" Gotcha. So, I'm interested to see what what they're going to come up with when it comes to the whole bumping of the head thing. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have to see. Um, the biggest things, I guess, that's coming up is what what Eric is doing with Shauna, what's going to happen with. Uh, you know, um, Thomas and bumping the head because that hopefully should lead it to something. What is the big November sweep that they're going to have for for Bold? That's going to be interesting to find out. So, yeah. did we cover everything? Yes, yep. we did. We did. We did. We actually got um, a lot covered today based on what was presented. So, what's your flip the script? Because we always do the flip the script segment. And for those that are new, what that is, is we take a particular script or storyline from one, you know, from each show. And what we would like to see had happened and basically flip the script of what exactly what we were shown. So opposite, if you had a different idea of something that should have went a different way. That's how that goes. So. Keisha, what's your flip the script for both Fiona Russes and Bold Beautiful? Um, my flip the script for Bold would be the whole Zenday Zoe Carter mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish that I wish that Zoe hadn't gone back to the office and talked about her night with Carter in the way that she did. Okay, because I felt like. It almost felt like she was rubbing it in Zenday's face, maybe trying to make him jealous. And I don't, I don't, like I said, like we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. I don't like them portraying her as that, yeah, as that type of person right, right now because she still needs to basically clean up her character from before what mm-hmm. she did to Hope last time, right? Um, so I wish that, and I, I think they still could have done the whole thing where we see that Zenday sent her tried to send her a text that didn't go through um 
but I wish it had been maybe her talking to a female friend at work mm-hmm. um, and then Zenday overhearing it I think would have come off better and then like they show him looking at his phone and seeing that that text didn't go through instead of her like just saying it to him because they're not like I know that they when he first came on you know she said that they're like social media friends Mm -hmm. so it's not like her and Zenday are like they know each other she's really just now meeting Zenday when he you know popped onto the scene a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. so for her to share those that that intimate I feel like those intimate details about her night with Carter to me just seems like she was trying to make him jealous gotcha because they're not they're not friends like that for real okay it's like they're trying to force this friendship between them because she's sick you know a couple of times I care about I care about your what you think or whatever it was she said to him before so cool yeah I wish they would have just played that a little different Okay. Um, my flip the script for Y and R would have would be the whole the whole thing with Summer and Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um, I I wish that Summer just would have accepted Kyle's apology when he set that whole thing up in the hotel to try to get her to realize that he wants to be with her instead of her flipping out. Um, uh, excuse me about him mentioning Lola's name. Um, and I definitely wish that it would not have played out in front of Lola. <clears throat> okay. Because I felt like that just... Ugh, yeah, it looked bad. I didn't like that. Yeah. It looked bad. And then having her butt her little two cents in. Mm-hmm. So. My flip to script on Bold would have been Steffi telling Hope, are you really truly happy for me or are you happy because I'm not in Liam's orbit? I need to, you know, and find out how genuine that would have put her on blast. That would have been my <laughs> flip the script. And then on Young and the Restless, um, the flip the script that I had on that one would have been Theo when they were in that room having that uh, mm-hmm. whole conversation with the family. And I would have called them out. Okay, so you got, I see you guys got some nice pieces on. Where did you guys get that? You know, and what happened with because they really wasn't clear with that. He guessed that on his own, and so, you know, call it out. Oh my God, those are some really nice pieces. Where did you find that? And they would have had to. <laughs> I would have been there for that. Be like, um, well, um, what happened was, yeah. Oh, I thought Jack. Um, Jack was I thought Jack talked about how those little pieces came about because I thought that's when he started looking around the room. Well, the thing is is that he wasn't really clear about it. And and Jack um, knew okay. that if he was straightforward, that it was gonna feel some kind of way. That's why he didn't come out Finish. with it, just saying, mm-hmm, Hey, mm-hmm. we found this piece and we did A, B, C, and D. And then when he started that's when Theo was putting stuff together in his mind, like what the heck is he talking about? And when they see all these matching colors, because it's green, right? Is that green? Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. Green. And it's like, wait a minute, what is it? Oh, I would have called him out on it. Be like, um, those are some nice. I like your jewelry. You guys are matching. Did you guys plan this? So what's that all about? That would have. They yeah. would have had to spoke up on that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, but can I just okay? 
so that that whole little thing, which I did feel bad for Theo, because uh-huh. of course, again, left out. <clears throat> but <coughs> I, I guess because that jewel was given to Dina by John, who isn't related to Theo. I can kind of under I I I think Jack would be able to justify kind of why Theo was left out of that. Not that he not that he consciously thought I'm not going to include Theo. I think it was just that he Theo didn't cross his mind. But if he wanted to explain and use a justification, he could say this was given to to my mother by my father. It wasn't something that was passed down to his mother from like her mother or her father who would have had a connection to Theo blood wise but it was from his own father because um, and I know that that's still his grandmother but the person that gave it to her wasn't his grandfather okay but yeah that you know I just thought that that would be a funny way to you know change the script on that to you know so yeah yeah. But um, um, in regards to that, if I was in a situation where I had, even if there was something given to me and um, I had kids that were by different fathers, those are still my kids. So mm-hmm. I would still leave something for both of them. Um, mm-hmm. But it depends on the person. I also see where you're coming from. But at the same time, um, who's to say Dina didn't want to leave some of that to her son? You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I just, mm-hmm. I, I I don't like how that was handled, you know, and as a way of changing the scripting in it, you know, I would have said, hey, you know, tell me more about these pieces. And yeah, if he wanted to say what he wanted to say, that's fine, but don't tiptoe around me. Obviously, you must know it's going to make me feel some kind of way. Otherwise, you would have been straightforward with me and say, you know, well, my dad gave this to my mom and we split it amongst ourselves. It wouldn't have been no issue if it really wasn't an issue. So, yeah, I would have wanted him to call them out on that one, you know just to say hey you know what is what's with all this talk to me about it <laughs> so yeah anywho so that is our show and um i hope you guys enjoyed it i enjoyed it we had a lot of interesting topics not per se the storylines itself but what me and you created with you know different ideas i like that in exchange and dialogue so i really appreciate that yeah. girl yep all right so um other than that you know um you guys be safe thank all of you across the globe for listening to our show i you know our viewership is going up by leaps and bounds and i really appreciate it because obviously you're enjoying our content and other than that um we look forward to seeing you guys next week we will be in the month of november so we're getting toward the end of the year and again, yeah. we're coming up on November sweep, so we should hopefully have some great content coming from the soaps. I hope. 
Um, yeah, especially <laughs> especially with Sally coming with, in from right. I'm excited with, about that. Yeah, I'm excited about Sally Spectra and what Ho- Courtney Hope is going to bring to Jabot. So other than that, if you don't have anything else, girls, um, stay safe. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms, such as via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.